Okay, so I've got an important question for you, okay? Who wants to answer first? Parker. Okay, I want you to think about a time where you have maybe like gotten a splinter and we've had to say, hold still. How does it make you feel when we say hold still? It makes me feel kind of a little smaller than you. Smaller, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ella, what do you think? How do you feel when we say, when we say hold still? I feel really bored. Mommy's got got a needle and is trying to get a splinter out. How's that make you feel? Terrified. <laughs> because you're afraid of, of what what mommy might do, even though you know she's trying to help. It sort of like scares you, right? Mm -hmm. Do you like standing still or sitting still, or would you rather be doing something else? I would rather be playing with Legos. <laughs> yeah. So, can someone helping you be scary? Yes. Yeah? But is it for a good thing? Is it better to have the splinter out? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Have you ever just kept a splinter in for years? No. Do you think that if you had a big splinter in your finger and you never took it out, that it would be okay, or would it start to eventually really bother you? It would start to eventually really bother me. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because I don't like my hand like if it's gonna, like if I touch something it might hurt the splinter and then it like bothers me each time I touch something. Yeah. And I'm getting hate that because I can't even go out in the snow and make a snowball fight or a snowman. Nothing. Because I can't even and I have to be bored the whole, my whole life until I get the splinter out. Let's see how long they can sit still. <laughs> All right, well, welcome to this week's Anchor Points. We're excited that you're with us. This is my son, Parker. He's holding still, as you might expect. <laughs> I think right. you got the award for holding still. You did great. You ready? Yeah. Okay, cut. Go. Okay. Hi. Welcome to the 2024 edition of Anchor Points. Crossroads, just get just get hyped. We've got like so many weeks of good stuff for you. And it's just going to be like midweek sermon reminder awesomeness. Okay? Cool. Okay. <laughs> this past weekend, we were talking about John in chapter 5. We were talking about the story where Jesus comes to an Olympic sized pool with like five patios and he heals a man who's been physically afflicted, can't walk for 38 years. And if you're wanting a good representation of what 38 years is, that's me one year ago. <laughs> I have no idea what the relevance of that is. So one of the things that Pastor Dave said on Sunday that was just very powerful for me and that really connected with me and gave me something to go home and to try to just work through and think through in my life is he said, when we recognize self-inflicted suffering in our lives, it's not our job to prune, it's our job to hold still. And as you've now seen from my kids at the beginning, holding still is not an easy thing. It's not something that comes naturally to us, I don't think. But what I have found is that dependence and deliverance go hand in hand when it comes to the Lord and for those who, who want to follow Jesus closely. Dependence 
and deliverance often go right there hand in hand. It reminds me of a story, a really famous story in the Bible. It's found in Exodus chapter 14. And without getting into the long version of it, the short version is Moses has told Pharaoh, the ruler of Egypt, let my people go. And he said no a bunch of times and there were plagues and there were crazy things happening. The Israelites have escaped Egypt and they're sort of on the run in the wilderness and they come up against the Red Sea. And so they are now being pursued by Pharaoh and by some of his most strong warriors and soldiers and on chariots and all this stuff. And Israel has this moment of, of panic because they can't go this way because of the sea. They can't go back because Pharaoh's pursuing them and they cry out to the Lord. And what he does is he delivers them. He shows his power in this magnificent way. And he does this miracle that has been told just a bajillion times over throughout human history, where he basically just, he leads Moses and Moses and his power parts the Red Sea. And you see the sea sort of swell up on the sides and the nation of Israel walks right through. And as the Egyptians try to pursue, the water crashes down on them and the Lord delivers his people. There's this really neat couple verses right in the middle of that story in Exodus 14 that I want to read for you. And it's in verses 13 and 14. And it says, And Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Just this amazing thing. And you see that phrase in there, right? It's not hold still, but it stands still. And it's a very similar idea. I mean, you see it in other places. Like there's a, there's a story in 2 Chronicles 20 where the Lord ends up just telling his people to stand still and wait. And he fights for them. And I think that as we dive into scripture and we try to figure out what that means, I really think that the way that Pastor Dave summarized it on Sunday is the right way. It's the way that we need to approach this. No matter what we're up against, and, and we can be up against things that are external or things that are internal, you know, and things like, you know, bad sin habits that we have in our lives or things like that. The response to those things is to surrender. If we surrender, then the Lord is faithful to answer. That's just how he is. That's God's economy. We give him surrender. He gives us grace. He gives us mercy and he gives us victory. That's a really good trade. <laughs> In closing, what I want to do, I want to encourage you to do two things. One, I want to encourage you to go check out a song. There is a song that I love that I think you would love as well. And there is something about music and, and, and its power to help us remember and internalize a truth that is pretty unique to music. And so this particular idea of just staying still and the Lord fighting for us and, and going and getting victory, whether it's over a foe or whether it's over the foe that is us sometimes. And so it's called Defender. And so I'll have a link in the description of this video. You'll just click it. It'll take you to the song. I really do think it'll bless you. And I think it'll be a song that will help this truth get locked into you. And then secondly, what I would encourage you to do is this. I would encourage you to spend some time in prayer this week, asking the Lord to prune away as he sees fit and just keep telling God, God, I'm holding still. I'm standing still. I'm waiting on you. I'm surrendered to you. I'm willing to allow you to do the work you need to do. Help me to be more like you. Help me to be the follower and disciple of Jesus 
that you want me to be. We have this incredible promise in Philippians 1 verse 6 where he says, I'm sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. You give him your surrender. He's going to be faithful to complete the work in you. He's going to be faithful to do the pruning. He is going to be that master pruner, like what we heard about a couple weeks ago. And you're going to come out healthier, stronger, and more capable of following him if you just allow him to work. That's the message for this week. We're excited to see you on Sunday. We're thankful that you've tuned in and checked out these anchor points. I hope that they will allow you to feel more anchored to the scriptures that we're studying on Sunday through the week on to next Sunday. We love you guys. Welcome to 2024. May the Lord do great things in your life and we'll see you on Sunday. Bye.